0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the films Space Jam and Space Jam A New Legacy. You don't have to have seen either film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen them, just be aware there may be spoilers. Enjoy! <laughs>
0: Hello there, I'm enjoying the horrors of the CGI Looney Tunes behind you. What's up, dog? What's what's down, (laughs) cat?
1: Yeah, see, these days everyone says up, dog, don't they? But really, it's up, doc. Indeed. Other things that have been lost to time since the heyday of Bugs Bunny, which was like the 1940s.
0: (laughs) People could say that to you officially, couldn't they? What's up, doc?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm the Doctor, not I'm not just a Doctor.
0: I'm the Doctor. You're Doctor Who, are you? Yeah, the new Doctor. You're taking over. What 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 adventures are you going to go on when you're when you're Doctor Who?
1: I'm going to be making a lot of changes to the show, namely to make it not rubbish. <laughs> Have we had this conversation before? Where do you stand on Doctor Who?
0: I enjoyed old Doctor Who when I was a kid. Sort of, it was fine when it was when we saw repeats. Um, I thought the Christopher Eccleston series was okay, and then I got bored and stopped watching it. And it seems as though it's just a load of convoluted nonsense now.
1: I don't think I've actually ever sat down and watched a full episode. It's been one of those things where I've caught it when it's on TV, and it seems like the kind of thing that I should like, but I just can't get into it. I don't think it's bad. I just just can't get into it. Every time I see it, I'm like, this seems sort of a bit too self-conscious. The early ones look, look very ramshackle. The early ones to me, and this is probably unfounded, but most of it, actually, not even the recent ones. Like, they all just looks like one of those videos you'd get to watch in primary school during the video breaks. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean people need to recognize. I think a lot of people criticize the the graphics and the 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 quality of Doctor Who.
1: And speaking of criticizing and graphics, <laughs> we could just go from that straight into Space
0: Jam. <laughs> uh, we we could. We could. <laughs> no, go on. Go um, on. People need to realise that this is a science fiction show made for British television. It does not have a big budget. It never has had a big budget when you compare it to the big stuff from the States. Um, and what what has worked traditionally about Doctor Who is its uniqueness and its writing, which has sometimes been very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it has got a bit too self-conscious, like you said. It's been a bit too meta and a bit too clever for its own good i think it's kind of got away from the fact that it's a science fiction show made for children and tried to appeal to its older fans
1: who didn't like that there was a woman
0: who didn't like that there was a woman that's true they were furious that there was a woman
1: so now they've gone Um, back to a man again and that doesn't exactly make me want to watch it
0: no but they they it's it's in Gatwa who's brilliant
1: okay I, d- I didn't even know they'd, they'd got a new person.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, he he is from... Have you watched um, Sex Education? No, I've heard nothing but you good things about that. You should definitely watch Sex Education. That's an excellent show. Um, I mean, I had yeah. Sex
1: Education in primary school, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yes. Probably on the same day that we watched a science fiction video that was like Doctor Who and had shonky robots.
0: So, so the, um, the the anti-woke brigade who hated Doctor Who for a bit may have briefly celebrated when they found out it was going to be a man, but he's black. So um, (laughs) they're not happy. (laughs) Um, Because obviously someone who, uh, an alien that transforms every so often into a new person, into a new form, definitely couldn't be a woman. Definitely, definitely couldn't be a black man.
1: (laughs) It's political correctness
0: gone mad. (laughs) It is. It is. Um and so yeah, he's he's really good. I don't yeah, you should watch sex education. He's very talented.
1: I'm sure I'll get around to it eventually. It's kind of it's one of those ones where like, I see it, I'm like, oh that looks good, but I'm like, I know I'm never gonna have time to watch that.
0: It's 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 nice and it's only um I think the episodes are only are they 45 minutes long, I think? So it's not like it's a full hour long episode. Um and he's sort of like the 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 second main character i guess in the show right okay. um you've got you've got asa butterfield oh who's yes the, who's the main actor who you, i'm sure you've seen him in all sorts over the yeah, years yeah yeah um the man who looks like he should have been the fifth hobbit in lord of the rings um <laughs> who but is going to be a new I...
1: lord of the rings season show i'm gonna have to watch that you know I'm gonna have to i I'm spending many hours watching speedruns of Celeste at the moment. There's there's only so much time <laughs> There's only, time only so I much have. time. <laughs>
0: I would highly <laughs> recommend sexual education. It's very good. It's got this really weird framing where it feels incredibly British but also like an American high school at the same time. It's very odd. Okay. Um but it works really well. It's it's very good, and it's 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 a good show for younger people as a comedy about sex and relationships. It's very well done.
1: Without it trying to be too, how do you do, fellow kids?
0: It, exactly, yeah. It never feels, right, okay. how do you do, fellow kids? And Gillian Anderson's in it, and she's, she's great. Always as, good. As you'd expect. I don't think she's ever been in anything bad. No, did you see the Hannibal TV series? No. Oh. Was that recent? That was... Um, it was in the 2010s, I think, like 2013. They did three seasons and then ended, which is a real shame because it was genuinely, genuinely brilliant. Um, you had um Mads mickelson as Hannibal Lecter in like the best casting you've ever seen in your life. If you if you need someone other than Anthony Hopkins to play Hannibal Lecter. Mads Mickelson is perfect in it and puts his own his own spin on it and it's oh it's so good, it's so good, yeah. Um, very horrible him. but very good at the same time. Um, anyway, things that are horrible but not good.
1: <laughs> As you say, yeah, things that are horrible. Space Jam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And again, um, if we keep doing double bills, I'm never going to have time to watch any other shows. I'm just going to have to watch whatever nonsense we're watching each week.
0: That's true. That's true. So they need um, to stop making sequels is the answer. We, we no more sequels, please, well, to anything. Up next we're doing one movie a week again, aren't we? There's not going to be any double bills.
1: I think that depends on your thoughts on Juice Bigelow European Gigolo.
0: Surely that but- <laughs> deserves its own episode alongside Juice Bigelow Metal <laughs> no, Gigolo. I, I think it probably does. Yeah. We need to we need to treat those movies with the utmost respect. <laughs> the, the respect they, they have earned exactly exactly <laughs> um so um so uh what are we, what what are we talking about So, space should we do jam. space
1: jam one first and then yeah space jam two I'm not calling it space jam a new legacy because that's a pretentious title
0: no it's, called, Spa- space it's jam. called
1: space jam two
0: space space jams space spaces is, spaces is Jam. <laughs> Um, yeah, Space Jam is shit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, everyone who liked it as a kid. It's it's well, rubbish. I'm not sorry.
1: It's rubbish. <laughs> it's it's absolutely cringeworthy nonsense. I mean, it really doesn't hold up, does it? I mean, did you no, watch it as a kid?
0: I watched it as a kid. I wasn't a big fan of it as a kid, but I do remember watching it because it I used came to, out in. It was
1: 1997?
0: 1996.
1: 1996. Okay, so we yeah. would have been eight. So probably like prime age for this kind of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, it, was, it should have been the ideal age for us. Did you see it in the cinema? I No, I think I watched it on TV, so I probably saw it in 97.
1: Yeah, same here. I, I didn't go see it in the cinema. I I, I I never, I think, saw all of it. I think I have a vague memory of seeing half of it at a friend's house once and being not bothered, because I think it was one of my friends who had a NES and had Mario 3, and I really wanted to play that instead of watching, Mari- watching Space
0: Jam. It, um... I remember when I was a kid, it being really heavily marketed. Like, I think it was... There were posters everywhere. There was toys everywhere. I think it was the McDonald's or Burger King Happy Meal toys at the time. I remember that, yeah. It was all over the place. But at the Um, same
1: time, I don't remember being interested in it. And that's the thing. If those kinds of things are everywhere, you'd think, as an eight-year-old, you might have had, like, a vague interest in that. But, I don't know, I was more into my Game Boy and the Mega Drive, I guess. And cartoon-wise, I guess... If you were really watching the Looney, Looney Tunes cartoons and you were really into those, it probably would have really appealed to you and or basketball. But neither of those things was something I really got. I was heavy into like, yeah, Sonic and Mario and Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, it would be it would be the Sonic cartoons. Mario cartoons were on there. Sometimes there'd be a whole bunch of other stuff, but maybe a Looney Tunes one would crop up every now and then. But it wasn't a big thing for me. You know, was Did you have Looney Tunes cartoons growing up? Yeah, used to they
0: they used to show on like Saturday morning TV. They used to do like a a little section of Looney Tunes cartoons, and they were fine. The Looney Tunes was always from another era, wasn't it? This is this is from way before we were, um, way before we were kids. That's what I think is really odd about all of this. Is it just feels
1: like they're trying to they're acting like a property that really peaked in sort of the mid twentieth century is still relevant when it's not. And they've managed to make it look like it is through massive marketing. But it's not, is it?
0: And the thing is that the Looney Tunes the 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 main thing, it went from like the thirties to the sixties. Um but th- that's when Looney Tunes was around and Merry Melodies and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um And it was it was like running in tandem to the what was the Disney one? Silly Symphonies? Yeah. That yeah. was their that was their little musical comedy thing and they they kind of ran in tandem didn't they it was a it was a it was a it was a little thing um but then they they shifted didn't they so they did try and um they tried to revolute they, they tried to resurrect it almost in the 90s um, you yeah, had, they were making
1: the stuff. They were churning it out. Yeah,
0: and, and, and you know these characters were still very iconic. You know they they were they were all over the place anyway, regardless of the fact that we were watching repeats of the original cartoons. Um,
1: but I mean, why would you be watching that when Captain N
0: was on? <laughs> Truly one of the worst cartoons ever made. I never um,
1: actually saw it, but now I'm aware of it. But and but in I the, wish I had.
0: But in the 90s, they did they did resurrect with stuff like the Tasmania TV show. Um, I don't know if you remember that it was a very specific Taz one with him and his family and his dad was like a, a, a sitcom dad
1: yes I do remember um, that one
0: yeah <laughs> and and they 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 brought back brought it back sort of through Tiny Toon Adventures as well I don't know if you remember oh, that. oh yes yeah v- vaguely was, do yeah. which was fun where it was like younger They they weren't the same characters but it was like young hip how do you do fellow kids looney tunes people so they had like the rabbits and they had the ducks and they had the pigs but it was um buster and babs bunny and right. dizzy devil and uh what was the name of the duck um dastan the a, duck dastan <laughs> the duck and so yeah they had they had all of these all Duck-tanian. of these du- that's the one Duck Tanyon. Duck Tannion
1: so and the Duck Hounds.
0: So they, so they had all of that in No, there. the Musker Ducks. The Musker really? Ducks, yeah. Um,
1: Again, none of this had anything on Dog Tanyon and the Musker Hounds. I've still not seen the new film of that, which is, you know, they've had mixed reviews.
0: I'm not going to lie, Tiny Toons is a vastly superior show to any <laughs> of that shit from our childhood. <laughs> Genuinely quite well um very well animated for a kids TV show from the 90s. I mean when we're looking at the other stuff that Warner Brothers did at that time, you've got stuff like Animaniacs as well. Yeah. Which is genuinely very very funny.
1: And I, I think of that as being the same as Looney Tunes, but it's not, is it? It's a, it's a separate thing. Yeah, so but so, they so it's basically the same kind of thats all folks
0: kind of goofy stuff, right? It's it's basically it's basically um the looney tunes but for the 90s animaniacs and you had the pinky and the brain and the pigeons and everything like that in the remember Pinky well. and the brain um what are we gonna s- do
1: today pinky
0: yeah <laughs> to, we're gonna take over the world yeah so all of that stuff was was there so so warner brothers was there but where they really found success in terms of that that cultural consciousness was with those new characters which is why it's very odd that they then didn't put any of that into Space Jam, which was around after all of these cartoons had been so successful.
1: But that's the really interesting thing, is that like, the fact that they managed to make this sequel and the fact that people still seem to be talking about Space Jam, it still seems to be a thing. All of it is based on nostalgia, but even when they made it, it was a nostalgia piece for perhaps a thing that didn't exist.
0: Yeah. It's it's the same it's the same, I suppose, as Disney with using Mickey Mouse and stuff like that, where Mickey Mouse obviously had this really big iconic thing. But then when you look at their movies, which is a lot of what drove Disney for such a long time, it wasn't Mickey Mouse related, but then Mickey Mouse yeah. would, would pop up in specials. It would pop up in um the the prince and the pauper. The prince and
1: the pauper. I was going to say <laughs> every single like that. Disney yeah. VHS I had I had a trailer for that at the beginning, and I never I, saw I,
0: it. I I'm I think I'm the only person that ever had it. We had it on video. Wow um yeah and i don't know anyone else who actually watched it apart from watching the trailers so anyone listening who did watch mickey mouse in prince and the pauper um let us know i'd love to meet some fellow people who watched that um so so yeah so so but i think disney did it a lot more successfully because mickey mouse obviously was such an iconic character and they propelled it through everything and they drip fed it over the years um and and they kind of did that with Looney Tunes, and they also did the same thing as Disney, where they had video games in the 80s and 90s. And yeah, had the, had the characters in. There's all sorts of awful, um, Looney Tunes based video games from the 90s.
1: There was a Mickey Mouse one that I played at my friend's <clears throat> house on the Master System that was actually quite good. And oh, I, the I... Mickey
0: the Mickey Mouse ones, the Disney ones were amazing. Yeah, um, you look at Castle of Illusion and Land the Land of Illusion and stuff yeah. like that is so good. Um, you had to jump then,
1: and then press another button to like sit, and Mickey would sort of clench his buttocks as you sat down on an enemy's head and killed him. It yeah, exactly.
0: That's what that's what you that's what you need.
1: Sort of passed for entertainment in the early nineties. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the 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 one interesting thing is sorry to talk about video games. I'm not sorry, <laughs> but not sorry um, is. Um, is that there was a series called Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle.
1: Yes, which is shown in Space Jam 2.
0: Yes. On the Game Boy. Um, did you know that actually um, that is not a, an actual um, Bugs Bunny video game? And they basically just did a uh, a sprite swap of, um, of the Crazy Castle series, which had all sorts of different characters in. So initially it was going to be... Um, it's it, 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 sw- it swapped over and over and over again so so when it comes to it it was um it was called roger rabbit in japan changed to bugs bunny crazy castle then mickey then it was mickey mouse but um but then they sprite swapped it to bugs bunny um they made bugs bunny crazy castle 2 which was released in the u.s but in in the in uh, Europe, in PAL regions, it was either Mickey Mouse or Hugo. Do you, Do you know Hugo? Hugo, the weird little Danish troll.
1: No, I'm Google Hugo Danish troll.
0: <laughs> he's a he's a weird little <laughs> Danish troll cartoon character. Hugo um,
1: Danish troll. Oh, yes, I recognise his Yeah, you, you recognise Hugo. So yeah.
0: over the years, these these games, they've swapped between Bugs Bunny, Roger Rabbit, Hugo, Mickey Mouse, someone called Kid Clown, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Kid Garfield, um, Woody Woodpecker got in on the action as well. Um, it has gone all over the shop, these games, where they've just sw- sprite-swapped them. So actually, yeah, when it turns up in... Um, when it when it turns up in uh, in in space Space Jam's, it's um, it's it's one of those weird games that actually isn't wasn't properly designed to be a Bugs Bunny game. They were designed with all sorts of different franchises in mind, and they just swapped them in and out depending on what region they were in.
1: The developers of the game must have loved doing that. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: there's a um, just so you know, there's a Hugo Karts game that came out oh, last wow. year. Oh wow, that is like, very in exciting. the vein of Garfield Cart. I think I know what game you're getting for your birthday. I'm very excited about. Do you that. want to know what Hugo's wife is called?
0: Hugoette. Close. HugoLina. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> it was developed by uh, Chemco, not the coffee manufacturer.
1: <laughs> games and um, coffee.
0: <laughs> games and coffee. Who did all sorts of ports and stuff like that over the years? There's all all of right. these all of these companies that just shoveled out shit. Um back in the 90s and 80s. Gotta love them. Every uh, film
1: we've talked about recently that's been vaguely nostalgic has had a bunch of horrible games attached to it. And I wish they still yes. did that with every film that got made.
0: I wish they did as well. Where's now, the 8-bit
1: game of Juice Bigalow, Male Gigolo?
0: Now you're lucky if you get a um, a shoddy mobile game anymore. For a while, everything had pivoted to being um, to being mobile games. But now not even every every movie gets a mobile game adaptation.
1: No and do you think that's because I mean you're the the game expert I mean my I I play a lot more games now than I used to and I I think I'm actually more a lot more informed about game culture than I used to be because I'm quite interested in it now that I've gotten back into gaming a bit but you're the expert because you get paid to write about it but like what do do you think that's because the mobile gaming market is dominated by lots of these kind of multiplayer online games and stuff like you know you can play Fortnite on
0: your phone can't you? You can indeed, yes. Um, The reason behind it is that it's far cheaper to develop a game for mobile than it is to make one for a home console these days. Yeah. Whereas before, you could create something really shit in six months and shove it out there, and kids would buy it. Um, Or just get the license to a game and swap the sprites out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which is what also (laughs)
0: happened an awful lot. Um, These days, you'd need to develop something, and it could take some time, and then you run into the risk of maybe um sharing plot spoilers with the people developing it that might leak um because the runtime of the development so long or of course there's also the fact that maybe your movie is a complete mess where the script is changing constantly like rise of skywalker in which case um you uh you wouldn't be able to share those details because it's changing every five seconds um so palpatine
1: had sex the mobile game
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's a it's a palpatine sex simulator um game devs get on it that's the (laughs) game we want to play Um,
1: electronic arts i know you listen every
0: week so so it costs a lot more and it takes a lot longer to develop games now than it used to and so that risk is higher and also you can monetize things around shit mobile games so easily and no one necessarily expects them to be good quality so you can shovel out bullshit where you where you want to shovel out bullshit. And I think Space Jam 2 got a shitty mobile
1: game. It must have done. I haven't looked, but surely it's there. I mean, every every mobile play- game I've played, with the exception of Monument Valley, has been shit.
0: Yeah, some of them are good. Most of them are terrible. 99% um,
1: of the If it's, like, a game that's actually made as just, like, a game that you buy for $2.99, and it's, like, then you, you play the whole thing and that's it, usually it's good if it's been done well. But, like, most of them are just, like... Loot loot box in game monetization. Yeah, it's it's
0: let's hook people in with gambling features. mechanics and steal all their money, and, and, and they did it a, a Castlevania one, which is so bad. And it doesn't matter if we get one thousand people who turn off the game and never spend any money on it, because that one person out of a thousand who's a gambling addict, we can steal all their money. Yeah, um, it's, it's that, immoral, that's what it is. Isn't it? yeah it's completely immoral immoral. it should be it they should be anything that has things like loot boxes anything like that there should be an age limit on it and all sorts of gambling warnings ahead of time because that's what it essentially comes down to it's gambling um and people spending all of this money on these games that are meant to be addictive they're meant to trap you in that gameplay loop where you spend money and so there's some mobile games that are good like monument valley is good but the best mobile games apart from that Are generally the ones that were released for another system and then made it onto mobile as well. Um, So, like Stardew Valley's on mobile. Um, Papers, please, is coming to mobile. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, I've heard good things about that.
0: So, (laughs) when you're going to play games on a mobile phone, it's probably best to play the ones that are actual proper games developed with gameplay in mind rather than monetization
1: you can get symphony of the night on your mobile now i mean it's impossible with the touchscreen controls i tried <laughs> oh, yeah, it and I, can I got imagine. to the first you, boss uh... and then just couldn't even get past the first boss but like if you have a, you can get a controller attached to your phone it's actually a good experience
0: oh there we go I've, I've got a decent controller actually that's meant for mobile devices i got it to review and it is very well done yeah the one
1: um, i have that's like a bluetooth all-purpose one works with my phone as well as my computer yeah it's an amazing golden age that we live in, but people are still shoveling shit out there like Space Jam, <laughs> aren't they? So.
0: Yeah. And Space Jam, original Space Jam, did get a video game for the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation and PC. Oh. Um, and it was a sports game. And so that's a later
1: generation than the swipe, swipe sw- sprite swapping. Jesus. Sprite yes. swapping 8 yeah. bit games. Um,
0: although don't get too excited here because it was developed by the same studio who made a Looney Tunes themed basketball game called Looney Tunes Beeble oh. the year prior to the production of the Space Jam film. So essentially uh, I, I think I see where this is heading. So so essentially, although it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't a um, an immediate swap, it was a developer who previously had worked with that intellectual property making a game of that kind. Um, so, you know, th- there was always going to be difficulties because this was, of course, the beginning of the 3D era, sort of. Yeah. Um, although Space Jam actually was a 2D game. Right. Um, 2D and basketball. It did, and it did not do particularly well with critics who did not like it very much.
1: But probably enough people bought it that it washed its face, I imagine. I'm
0: sure, I'm sure it did well enough. Um. But if not, around... it doesn't matter
1: because the film cost 80 million to make and made 250 million at the box office
0: um yes it was it was a big it was a big boy shall we say it was a beef boy
1: much like michael
0: jordan (laughs) who i love by the way michael jordan yeah
1: did you watch the documentary thing last dance
0: no i meant to but i never got around i actually did well very interesting my
1: wife was watching it, and i was in and out of the room I saw most of it. It was really good. It's unbelievably long. I mean, again, if um, mm. I'm going to have time to watch a show like Sex Education, I somehow find the time to wa- found the time to watch most of that because it was very compelling and very interesting.
0: And and he was he was heavily involved in all sorts of video games. Actually, he was old old Mikey? Was he? Um, yeah. So you had um, you had the NBA Jam games. Oh which yeah. Did you ever play them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we had one on the Mega Drive that was good.
0: Which is great, you know. Um, And then we, we, we think, um, you know, we often think about, you know, sports games of that era not being very good because a lot of them were very stupid, were were very stilted. Um, But actually, NBA Jam is awesome um, and probably the best basketball game ever made to this day. And they've done like remakes of it and everything like that over the years. And nothing's ever quite captured the wonder of NBA Jam. But the best Michael Jordan video game. Is Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City? What is that? Which is a side-scrolling action game with Michael Jordan. So um, you attack people by throwing basketballs at them. You have a freeze ball that freezes them. You have a fireball which makes an explosion. And it's like a platforming game. Sounds good. Um and the plot is <laughs> the plot is that um michael jordan's about to play a um a charity game um with scottie Pippen, um but all of his teammates get abducted by an evil scientist and then he has to go and save them of course um <laughs> i highly recommend um you go and uh <laughs> you you go and uh you go and watch some gameplay of it because it's truly something well, else that sounds like and a then, first of draft you've of got the plot of space jam <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Um, but this was, a, this was an amazing era for, for um, basketball personalities breaking out and doing different things. So you had Michael Jordan making these video games, going off to play baseball, making Space yeah. Jam. You had Shaquille O'Neal as well. Who believes in a flat earth, by the way. <laughs> Is he a flat earther? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I love him. I love him. Um, who, who became an actor. He he, acted in stuff. Yeah. Um, Comic book adaptation, Steel, back in 1997. He was in Kazam, where he was a genie. Um, I never but saw also that. he But also, he had a video game. He had Shaq-Fu, which was a fighting oh, game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> which then had a sequel a few years ago called Shaq-Fu, A Legend Reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and then... Um, they
1: always give them such
0: grandiose titles. <laughs> They do, they do. You had, you had um, Charles Barkley, who, who had his own video game as well. Shut Up and Jam was oh, his video right. game.
1: And then released that number one hit song, Crazy.
0: <laughs> yes, it is exactly the same person. Exactly the same person. Um, and um, he, of course, is in old uh, Space Jam as well. He is,
1: yeah. It's not just the Michael Jordan show. There are other basketball players in it
0: too. Um and um Dennis Rodman as well, of course.
1: Yeah, with his like leopard leopard print hair and stuff. Loved who
0: him. um who he was in did you ever see Double Team? No, what's that? Double Team is a Jean Claude Van Damme action movie where Dennis Rodman and Jean-Claude Van Damme double up as a as a duo to fight evil. Um, it's truly incredible. So yeah, you had all of these more than any other sport in that era, basketball stars, which I think is amazing that it was basketball, decided, you know what, fuck this. We're going to go and do other stuff outside of basketball. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Because it's uh, it's an amazing sport. It's probably the most exciting American sport. No offense to your fave, baseball. Yeah, baseball is my but,
1: fave, but I, I get why basketball is... is seen as more interesting and more exciting because you know it's all very fast you have 24 seconds to get the ball in the hoop and then the clock starts again and there it is baseball takes three hours for a reason it's very slow (laughs) yeah
0: exactly um and i enjoy ice hockey as well ice hockey's ice hockey's really good fun really exciting to watch but there's something so frenetic but calculated about basketball that i think is just incredible um and so you take that energy you combine it with the, the stylized cartoonish nonsense of Looney Tunes and you think, okay,
1: like well,
0: this feels like a weird matchup, but maybe if it was done smartly this could be good. You could mix the frenetic energy of basketball with the silliness, the slapstick of of, of um of cartoons, and that could work quite well. Um no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Truly, truly awful. Um, One of the worst films ever made, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it, I'd say it's, it's, it's painful to watch, isn't it? It's really cringy. It's it's strangely slow paced.
1: The pacing's the all minute. over the place. It's like there's loads of stuff packed into the first 45 minutes and then the next 45 minutes is them dragging out a basketball game with all loads of yeah. weird shit happening. And just like, it's really, I don't it's care re- about the basketball game anymore because I don't know what's going on.
0: It's really odd, isn't it, that you can focus a lot of time on an individual event in a sports movie. You can do that. Um, Rush, the F1 movie, did that and did that really well. But this movie. Probably not as well just, as
1: Pixar's Cars, but. Or pi-
0: yeah, I mean, Pixar's Cars, the pinnacle of cinema right there. But Which this movie really. Sorry.
1: My son loves cars. Anyway. Oh, does That's he? That's the only he loves film cars. that he's seen. Like, we don't let him watch loads of TV, but a couple of people got him some toys, so we showed it to him. He loves it. Oh, I but uh, there are so it. many. It, every time you watch it, you think of some new weird logic question about how the cars, the, about how cars are like people and the anthropomorphism. It, every time you watch it, it throws up something new in your brain.
0: How are cars born? Yeah, exactly. Do Stuff they get like made that. in a factory? How is it like the Matrix? Are they
1: grown in jars? <laughs> you know, cars in jars?
0: Are there cars like mining for for metals to go and make new cars? Is that how it works in Cars World? Maybe. We'll never know. We'll never, we'll never know. know. Until yeah. we get David Cronenberg's cars. <laughs> then we'll watch find that. out. I would watch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the movie is weirdly slow. Weirdly boring it shouldn't this a movie like this should never be yeah. boring
1: if you think about it. it's the most frenetic, ridiculous, colorful, like load of vomited up cartoon nonsense, and it is boring to watch
0: it is it is really boring um, and the animation feels odd as well Ooh, I think it's, it's horrible fair to say
1: I really didn't like it. I mean, cool world, the animation there is also kind of horrible, but I preferred that that was easier on the eyes than this.
0: I think I think what worked well about Cool World the one the one thing that worked well about its animation was that it a lot of the time it was such an odd environment so even when it was using real world environments for Cool World it still didn't seem real whereas mm. here you've got that genuine clash between this is a basketball court and here's some looney tunes characters running around on a real world basketball court with with Michael Jordan um and it is just really odd to watch and i think it doesn't help that often they'll choose camera angles which don't quite Mm. mask the you need you need that suspension of disbelief and the way that they frame this movie the way that they film this movie doesn't help with that suspension of disbelief
1: no not at all and probably some of that is technical it's sort of technical constraints um but there's yeah even from the word go when it gets to the animated bit after 10 to 15 minutes of setup about Michael Jordan's like, like career and life and stuff, which is actually kind of nice. And you're like, this is the beginning of a nice sports movie. And then suddenly we're on a horrible animated alien planet with some horrible alien guy. And you're like, who is this guy? I don't care about this. This is ugly. And it's like, it's <laughs> like there's some bits are 3d, some bits are 2d. And it looks horrendous.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's really odd and awkward to watch. Um, since we're a romance podcast, should we talk about the sexy rabbit?
1: Yeah, I guess we have to, don't we? Yeah, Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny. There's a whole thing.
0: There's a there's a romance there, sort of, but not really. It's not as
1: overtly horny as... Um... Who Framed Roger Rabbit, obviously. <laughs> no,
0: no, it's not as it's not as horny as any of the other live-action movies. But I
1: have. think for people it who are around sure. our age who are nostalgic for Space Jam, they're definitely horny for Lola Bunny, and that's definitely part but, of the reason that that nostalgia exists.
0: Everyone who likes Space Jam is a pervert. I'm putting that <laughs> out there right now.
1: And, end of show. See you next week. That's <laughs> definitive see see the definitive word. The only word then on Space Jam Schneider. too. Space Jam, A New Legacy, is that, yep, Lola Bunny's back and you're still perverts.
0: And you're you're still perverts. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else? I realise that we've reached the half hour point now. Is Um, there anything you'd like to talk about with Space Jam? Space
1: Jam. It's unfortunate that it starts with an R. Kelly song, isn't it? That that dates it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, The other song for Space Jam is a literal jam.
1: Oh, yeah. No, other than that, the, the soundtrack was actually good. There's a lot of, like, quite nice um, R&B at, at various points that works really well. It's the, the one that's like, it's a space jam. I can't remember what that song's called, but that's good.
0: Yeah, it's um, Space Jam by Quad City DJs. That's the one. Yeah, that's, is, that's good. It's is awesome. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. <laughs> Come on and slam if you want to jam absolute tune that should have been the legacy of space jam's yeah. music we're but instead we're stuck to with the space jam. yeah um yeah it's an amazing song um i suppose the other thing that we we do need to mention as well is the space jam website which became a, yes, a thing that's a meme um where the original website to space jam um was still up and still running <laughs> Um, I don't know if it's gone now. I think a lot of it was Flash-based, Space so Jam I imagine it doesn't like actually original.
1: work. Yeah. And it looks to be still there. If you go to spacejam.com slash 1996, that appears to be it.
0: Ah, so it does still does still exist. Good. Maybe it's been renovated, because I think it was very Flash-based, so I think it would have eventually died when Flash Player died. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but yeah, the the Space Jam website, someone found that it was still up from 1996 and went and uh, shared it around and it became a bit of a viral sensation. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. Because, it's because much better than the film. Far better than the film. It was a little, it was a little piece of, of history of the early internet. Because this was back in 1996. The internet wasn't particularly big back then.
1: Oh god, I'm looking at this now. This is what, like when we was first started going on the internet when I was at secondary school. This is what every website was like. Oil kind yeah, of, yeah. I remember spending hours building websites on GeoCities that looked like this, where it's got like yeah, the text is all in kind of Times New Roman and it's red on a like black star background. And yeah, like, you've oh, got Oh wow, man, I can do do five lines of code just to make my co- my <laughs> text red. <laughs>
0: you got those horrible repeating tiled backgrounds to websites. Yeah, and there's a spinny Um, thing that says games. (laughs) Another good example of this is the Brian Butterfield website. Yes. (laughs) Which, I don't know if that still exists. Does the Brian Butterfield website still exist?
1: Surely it does. Um, There's a baseball player called Brian Butterfield, by the way. Is there? That is so good.
0: Um, And and that kind of thing... um, yeah, there, there's something really intrinsically charming about those kind of hideous old websites. And so it's nice that they have they have kept that going. Um, but yeah, Space Jam's bad. The plot is bad. The acting's bad. Sorry, Michael Jordan. It's good. Um, Yeah,
1: My- Michael Jordan comes across well, doesn't it? He's watchable on screen. You're still yeah, like, yeah. I love Michael Jordan. But the whole thing is just like, the bits when he does his unimpressed face when the Looney Tunes aren't learning the basketball or whatever, that's just how I feel about the whole film.
0: That's exactly right. Um, And yeah, it it kind of... um, He's he's trying and he's got his own individual charisma to help carry it. But it's really clear that this is no Bob Hoskins acting against things that aren't there.
1: And the reason I think that Who made Who Framed Roger Rabbit really really works where this doesn't is there are many reasons, but I think the main one is to do with, actually to do with storytelling. Whereas the yeah. logic of yeah. the tune world in Who Framed Roger Rabbit is really tight, and it's very very clear what the re- the things are as they're sort of jumping between the worlds or whatever. It's actually really well done, and it's still actually a very very tightly scripted, essentially just like a gumshoe plot, isn't it? Whereas with Space Jam, the plot is absolutely all over the place, and the logic of the cartoon world makes zero sense. As soon as they need to do something, there's some new kind of deus ex machina, them deciding they've got this cartoon power that they conveniently had forgotten until the last minute or whatever, and then they can win the game. It's just, yeah, none of it makes any sense. Like, why couldn't Michael Jordan go back into the real world to get his shoes? Why did he have to send Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck to do it? It's full of stuff like that, where you're just like, why?
0: This yeah, makes it no it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um all of the real world stuff's very odd. Like um Bill Murray's character is oh, here Bill Murray plays for some Bill Murray. reason. Yeah. He's he's literally playing himself. Um it's all very odd. You got Wayne Knight as well.
1: I love Wayne Knight.
0: Who is who I love, but he'll always be really... the man from
1: Jurassic Park who gets yeah, in Dennis, the face by the Dennis yeah. Nedry. Yeah.
0: Poor old R. I. P. Dennis Nedry. Ooh. If he had a union, if he had a strong union, none of Jurassic Park would have happened. That's the real message of Jurassic Park. That union image of him like
1: screaming him. after the dinosaur spits in his face, that's like it imprinted on my brain. <laughs> that lives in my head rent-free as the kids say.
0: My favorite is still uh uh, uh he didn't say the magic <laughs> word. <laughs> Which will sometimes just get stuck in my head, like dental plan. Lisa needs braces. The yeah. Simpsons, just stupid, just sexy happen. Flanders. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Yeah, um, but also, of course, um, from um, what's the what's the sitcom he was in? Seinfeld. Not your one. Not your one. What was the other one he was in? Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in Third Rock from the Sun as well. He, icon of the 90s. Yeah. Whenever he pops um,
1: up in a 90s film, you're like, yeah, there he is. This is going to be doesn't... good now. And then in Space Jam <laughs> it's disappointing because it's not. But he was good. His character <laughs> he was, was good. funny. Yeah,
0: yeah um it's just that clash between the looney tunes characters in the real world which which didn't work and i don't think has ever worked because they also did looney tunes back in action which i never saw but i heard was terrible never seen it. and then we've got space jam too space jams which is space one of jammed. the worst things i think i've ever seen in my life i prefer
1: it to the first one though
0: <laughs> yeah i prefer it to the first as a one viewing as well.
1: experience i'm never going to watch either of them again if i can help it no, but like that's no. as a viewing experience it was better I wasn't cringing and thinking, all oh, that all looks really ugly, because at least it looks nice and it's modern.
0: Yeah, it. Um... That doesn't
1: mean that it's good, but <laughs> it was easier on the eyes and the ears.
0: I think from a main story perspective, it's also slightly better because it's got the family centric approach. It's got that kind of heart to it, which, yeah, this mm. movie is bloody awful, but you've got more emotional stakes here. And
1: Space Jam. One, it tried to set that up with a couple of scenes at the beginning where it shows Michael Jordan like randomly living with his mum while he's playing baseball and like having a wife and kids and stuff, but it didn't really do anything with it
0: yeah it didn't it didn't do anything with it, did it um which is just you know okay, <laughs> yeah, so no, space it's jam fine. two
1: is is undeniably quite slick, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a very slick movie, it's a very calculated movie in certain ways where I will talk about that in a moment, but it it hasn't has a sense of professionalism that the first one yeah. doesn't. I suppose it feels slightly more competent, even though it's terrible. And shout out to Wood Harris, who has a really small role in this, who is Avon Barksdale, one of the main antagonists of The Wire, who plays. Oh young... yes, that's right. <laughs> he, he plays um, young LeBron James's coach right at the beginning. I'm like, oh my god, it's Avon Barksdale. Yeah, in this movie. yeah.
1: That's like he um, takes the Game Boy off. <laughs>
0: He takes the Game Boy off him, and and when I. And he would clearly not be
1: playing a Bugs Bunny game. He would have been playing Pokemon in 1998, but you know, you can't have everything, can you?
0: Yeah. When did When did Pokemon come His out?
1: Pokemon Red and Blue? and Blue came out in '96, but I think it took a while to get that critical mass. And the Game Boy Color came out in '98. So actually, maybe he would have had a Game Boy Color if he was ahead of the curve. But, but I don't know if it but, came out in Japan and took a while to come over to the US.
0: You see, it was mentioned that. Um, his friend had received a um. Had had received a a, a new Game Boy. Oh, was that why Game he gives Boy. him the old one? Yeah, right. Yeah. So so actually, Pokemon Red and Blue didn't come out in America until September 1998. Right. Okay. I was gonna say because I remember
1: playing it around that time.
0: Well, we we didn't get Pokemon Red and Blue until 1999
1: in, yeah. in the UK.
0: Because I got Pokemon um, so, Yellow
1: for my twelfth birthday, I remember that quite distinctly. And so,
0: and so that might explain why um, why he's not playing Pokemon. If if this yeah. was before, and actually, yeah, would the, would would his friend have given away Pokemon with the old Game Boy? No,
1: no, that's yeah, he would have given he would have given him Castlevania: The Adventure. <laughs> is what he would have given How him. dare <laughs> you?
0: The greatest Castlevania game. <laughs> have you ever played it? I, I've tried. It's so bad. It's very bad.
1: <laughs> that, we had that one when I was a kid and I played it to death and it scared the shit out of me. I, I still have <laughs> nostalgia for it and I still play it sometimes, but it's so bad. That's amazing. It's like, if you think about like how stiff the controls are on something like the original Castlevania or on the NES or even like Super Castlevania 4, they're kind of kind of stiff. This has the stiffest controls of any game you could imagine.
0: Did you ever play the remake of it? Because I made a remake for the Wii.
1: Yeah, it was actually really good. Uh, the difficulty level was perfect because it was incredibly frustrating, but it still made you want to carry on.
0: Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah, the Game Boy had a real odd mix of games. It had some amazing games on it and then utter, utter dross. Um, my favorite game on the system was Mystic Quest, which is the oh, first, yeah, yeah. The first of the Secret of Mana games. It was really and good. And it's I amazing. Loved it. Like for me at least, it's better than uh Link to the Past. No, wait, what's the one? Uh, on Link's the Awakening. See, I love Link's Awakening
1: more, but Mystic Quest was it filled that it scratched that itch after I had um after I had completed Link's Awakening for the tenth time or whatever.
0: See for me, yeah, I played Link's Awakening and I was just like, I could be playing mystic quest right now and having a far more epic varied adventure across all of these different climates and with an actual story and characters yeah and so yeah i always went back to mystic quest as still one of my favorite games of all time and yeah so you had games like that which were amazing um, did you ever play Castlevania Belmont's Revenge
1: yeah so we Board. didn't have that, that one but was I've... that
0: the sequel to Castlevania Adventure
1: yeah it's the sequel so the controls are more or less the same but the overall experience is way better the level design is much better and, and stuff so I've been playing that recently actually on the Switch as part of the anniversary collection Oh, so you have there, save, it? save states so you can actually get through it without wanting to throw your Game Boy at the wall <laughs> but yeah it's, it's better than the Adventure but not by much
0: and then the Game Boy also had great stuff like Super Mario Land 2 and Wario Land, which were amazing. So performers. good. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland, yeah, is one that I used to play over and over again. That was great. music from that is imprinted on my
1: brain as well.
0: And did you ever play any of the Mega Man games on the Game
1: Boy? No, never really had much experience with Mega Man.
0: They were really fucking hard. <laughs> I'm sure um, I I had I had Mega Man it was called Dr. Wily's Revenge on the Game Boy and it was basically like it kind of blended together Mega Man 1 and 2 for the Game Boy but then made things far harder because you couldn't see what the fuck you were doing because you were playing it on a Game Boy screen <laughs> it was so difficult it was so difficult um, and yeah I played that I, I don't think I ever beat it <laughs> Because <laughs> you you get through one lot of the robot masters, the main enemies, and then you get onto the second lot, and I don't think I ever I got past the second lot, and then made it into Doctor Wily's castle, and then just couldn't get past that. I was just like, okay, I'm done now. I can't I can't do this anymore. Um, but yeah, so those are the games that he could have been playing on his Game Boy instead of Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle. There but were so many options. game. Yeah. yeah. So that so then his son is developing a game, and. They get sucked into the computer, leading to the greatest line of the entire movie, which is LeBron James going, we're in the computer?
1: (laughs) No, no. The greatest line of the movie is when he says, don't touch the silver computer, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that is also amazing.
1: I wrote that down because that Um, made me howl with laughter.
0: And it turns out that there's a there's a evil computer man. Played uh, by Don Cheadle, who's. I have to say, um, I
1: thought his performance was exceptional and carried the entire film.
0: Don Cheadle is better. Is the best thing about both of the Space Jam movies put together. His role as like the scenery chewing villain in this movie is so good.
1: Absolutely fantastic performance. Yeah, he
0: is. He is truly brilliant here. Um, nothing to say about this apart from well done, Don Cheadle, and making something enjoyable out of this train wreck of a series. As the Silver Computer um, Man, <laughs> as Silver Computer Man, what's his name? It's Algorithm. Um, algorithm. yeah. Which
1: is a really bad pun on algorithm. Really, what they should have done was have had would have had and have got Al Gore, like the former vice president. Oh, that would have been good. But I think he was busy.
0: That that would have been good. In fact, the the. the 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 cast of this movie is actually rather good um, as well. Shout out to um, Saniquea Martin Green, mm. who plays uh, the wife of LeBron James. Yeah, is that right? Um, and she's a she's amazing. I don't know if you've seen Star Trek Discovery. No, I've heard good Star things Trek, about that, which is which is good. Again, the same people who don't like. Um, that Doctor Who has a woman and now a black man in it. Um, also, don't like Star Trek Discovery for the same reasons. Um, and um, and yeah, she's really good and she's brilliant in The Walking Dead as well. Um, yeah. She's yeah, she's she's great. And it's like, okay, what are you doing in this movie? You just, you deserve to be in so much better yeah, than for this. five
1: minutes in this movie playing LeBron James's wife. <laughs>
0: yeah, so they have got all of these cool people, and of course they've got the the modern day other other basketball people and this time there's women as well which is nice um but um but yeah it 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 kind of has the parallel of the original space jam it kind of has a similar kind of structural issues where you spend a good 50 minutes of the movie just on the on the basketball game
1: yeah and you still think i don't care (laughs)
0: And you still think I don't care. Exactly. Cuz
1: buried uh, in this is the kernel of like a nice family movie about the kind of the kid wanting to be a game developer and his dad wanting him to play basketball. Like the kernel of that movie is in there and th- I would watch that movie. But also the idea of a kind of sentient algorithm trying to take over isn't isn't a bad idea either, you know. I mean it's I, I, Tron. I would, I would it, watch, it's... yeah. It is this film looks like Tron and it's hilarious how Whenever video games are depicted on film and they're aiming for an audience that doesn't necessarily play or know anything about video games, they just make it all look like Tron. Have you noticed that?
0: <laughs> that's exactly what they do.
1: And actually, as much as I love Scott Pilgrim, there's an element of that in that as well. Oh, 100%. But that's, and that's like all Scott the Pilgrim noises is. are all like bleepy bloopy when it's like, if you've ever actually played a modern game, it's nothing like that.
0: <laughs> no. And in fact, if you took the fucking Looney Tunes out of Space Jam A New Legacy... This could be a really fun game where yeah. there's a basketball player. It could even be LeBron James still, for God's sake, whose son is more interested in game development than playing basketball and, um, and then gets sucked into the video game. And he has to compete in the silly cartoon basketball leagues. And over time, he learns to appreciate the world that his son has created and how it's actually... It's not a divide between video games and the sport. It's actually something that's helping to unite them. You could make a really fun family movie out of that. That would have been an awesome
1: film. And that's what this film would have been if they weren't too busy trying to shoehorn in every other Warner Brothers property to cash in and go, ha ha, look at all the stuff we own. How do you do, fellow kids?
0: I mean, do you think... I mean, 90% of this movie is, hey, do you get that reference? Look at this reference. That, that's what this movie is. Imagine if LeBron
1: James it's... was in a cartoon version of Game of Thrones for 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, it it's like, okay, well, what was the point of this? And I think I might understand what the point of this is. Is, is it that, to make lots of money? Well, y- <laughs> yes. But I think this was also Warner Brothers throwing these references out there, particularly the minor references that maybe people don't think about, just to get a sus on things like social media and viewer feedback to see what got the most excitement, to see where they could maybe mine some reboots, mine some sequels, mine mm-hmm. some spin offs going forward. If someone had come out of this going, Oh man, I saw the mask for five seconds in this movie, whatever happened to the mask, and there was enough of a groundswell of of feedback around that on social media, maybe someone at Warner Brothers would think, hmm, maybe we should remake the mask.
1: Yeah. Or or make a line of the mask NFTs.
0: Yeah, I think that's why they threw so much shit at the wall with this film. Where it, it it's like a shit, but it's like a shit Roger Rabbit, isn't it? Because it's just like let's throw everything at people, but without any care for what those characters would be in that specific situation. It's just throwing them out there to make people think, "Oh, that exists. King Kong exists."
1: Austin Powers exists. Austin Powers. They showed a exists. clip of him saying "Groovy Baby," and they did like a mini me joke that I did actually quite enjoy. But really, the the travesty is they didn't include the scene of him urinating.
0: Which yeah, that's they, they could have done
1: that. They could have cut to that with him, and then there's just like Bugs Bunny going for a wee next to Austin Powers for a very long time.
0: And may- maybe I missed it, but I think Warner Brothers um, has loads of horror movies. Like I think a lot of the Blumhouse horror films. Oh really. Um, are, are are released through warner brothers so like the conjuring movies, certainly oh. are are
1: um could have thrown a scary nun in there
0: yeah where's where's the creepy nun <laughs> or or they made that that movie with jason statham where he fights a giant megalodon shark where's the giant megalodon oh, sh- the meg. me- megalodon yeah the meg have you ever seen it
1: <laughs> i've seen half of it on tv
0: it's got Dwight fruit in it it is what more can he is you, quite hilarious yeah where where's the creepy Annabelle doll? Where's where's the creepy nun? Yeah. Um,
1: where's the boy who lives in the walls? Assuming that that's part of it. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I think. But Final it did Death have is, Rick and Morty in it, so I guess had Rick like and that.
0: Morty in it. I they they were there and just like okay. I wonder how much they paid them to do that. I was ten like, oh, I bet he's going to
1: turn into a pickle, and he didn't turn into a pickle. So it was not yeah. the funniest show. It I've should seen.
0: have been a joke where where. Um, where Bugs Bunny goes to chew on his carrot, but now it's Pickle Rick. And he goes, yeah. what's up,
1: duck? That's a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah, they could have done that, couldn't they? But no, And that shows
1: didn't. you, actually, they didn't think about any of that stuff, did they? It was just like, it feels like a marketing exercise. You're exactly right. There's them testing a bunch of stuff. It's it's an It's a two hour long marketing exercise that they paid LeBron James a lot of money for.
0: Yeah, which is a shame because like we talked about, there was actually something in this movie where they could have made a really good film. They could have made a more family-friendly tron basketball game uh basketball movie yeah. out of it. And it could have actually been quite fun to watch. But instead they they dug the Looney Tunes out of whatever fucking cesspit they'd thrown them into, dusted off the shit, and threw them out there for the audience to watch, and they made them CGI to go, look now. Reused CGI. some sprites
1: from Ready Player One. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. It looks a lot like Ready Player One, doesn't it? I haven't seen it, it, but... No, I have no interest in watching Ready Player One, but yeah, from what I've seen of trailers and everything, it has that real... Have you seen um, Wreck-It Ralph 2? Ralph Breaks the No, no, I've watched Wreck-It Ralph 1, but I haven't seen the sequel.
1: I actually really enjoyed it, and this has a similar... This is like the kind of... The, there are elements of this that are done well in Wreck-It Ralph 2 that I think you you might enjoy better. Okay. So I actually recommend, that's my recommendation. Don't watch Space Jam 2. Go and watch Wreck-It Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's actually very I, good as sequels go.
0: I did really enjoy Wreck-It Ralph 1. I thought that was a great movie. It's one of my favourites of, of uh, the modern sort of Disney era. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I do need to get around to watching that. Um, but, yeah, where's, um, well, where's all big the horror youngest. stuff? Where's Big Chungus? That's a missed
1: opportunity, surely. If they're trying to like do all this meme stuff and be down with the kids, they they should have put a Big Chungus in there. There's no way the people making this who know about Bugs Bunny don't know about Big Chungus.
0: Well, certainly the adults that were brought along to watch it with their kids would know about Big Chungus. Yeah, um, and they could have done all of that stuff with it, but they didn't. Um, the the creepy perverts who enjoyed the cartoon rabbit from the original there's the selling point here. Hey, you know, that rabbit you wanted to fuck back in 1996, you hogs. Now she's CGI. And so all of those, the whole scene of her
1: running around, like doing wonder woman trials.
0: Here's all of those, all of those freaks have come back wearing (laughs) their dirty max into the cinema. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's just, most of this movie is pointless. Porky it Pig really does is. a rap. Oh God, that is the most cringeworthy thing in the whole movie is when Porky Pig does a like, rap. It's
1: supposed to be bad, but it's still bad. But it's you know, still bad. It's not yeah. so bad. It's good. It's just bad.
0: The one thing I did enjoy in terms of the Looney Tune stuff was when Wiley Coyote got out the um, the thing that, that copies the balls and then sh- shoots a load of goals and then accidentally gets sucked into it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then he when he was flying along holding all the signs saying, what have I done? That's, that's Looney Tunes goof. That's that what really I think good. of when I think of Looney Tunes goof that is actually funny.
0: And that's one of the few examples of them actually tapping into the potential of using the Looney Tunes across the two movies, you know. They yeah. don't do that enough across these films.
1: But also, kids don't know who Bugs Bunny is. Bugs Bunny's not blowing up on TikTok, is he? Unless it's Big Chungus <laughs> memes, I don't know.
0: Um, I'm going to look up Bugs Bunny and see when he was last in last in something apart from this obviously i mean they did a, they did try and revive him in the mid 2000s didn't they
1: probably but he he dies in space jam 2 spoiler alert
0: <laughs> he does he does like a jesus sacrifice yeah did and you, then he did gets you like, resurrected. That or, like
1: it turned to all the sad piano music when bugs bunny died
0: it's so stupid and i'll tell you what should have happened in this movie there should have been a Bugs Bunny moment that actually felt like a Bugs Bunny moment, because Bugs Bunny sacrificing himself for the greater good is the least Bugs Bunny yeah. thing ever. The guy's a fucking asshole, people. That's part of the funniness around Bugs Bunny. He's a dickhead, and that's why we enjoy his hijinks. Yeah. But um, but then um, what they should have done is when they worked out what the glitch was that would have crashed it, Bugs Bunny should have gone, "Yeah, hey, what's up, Doc? I've got an idea," and grabbed the ball, and then. As they were getting ready to restart, he goes to, um, to Al to Rhythm. <laughs> Al-, Al Gore Rhythm. Al um, Rhythm. Should have been bigging it up like, ah, you know, you can never beat us in a real game of-, of basketball. You've been using all these tricks. You've been cheating. You've been manipulating like this. If you're such a good basketball player, why don't you pull off Le- Bron James's classic move, and then you can prove that you're a real basketball player for all of these all of this audience. And all the audience gets up and is like, Yeah, we wanna see it, we wanna see that. Um and um he falls for the bait because of his ego, because he's an egotist, and that's been established as part of his character. And then he tries to do it after getting the ball back from them and glitches out, and then they can grab the ball and go and score the winning goal in those ten seconds. Yeah. That's what, it should and that have would have been that would have been in line with the characters. It would have been a funny thing to do. It would have tied into Bugs Bunny as a character. Um, that's how it should have ended. But no, they had to do Bugs Bunny giving a sacrifice. Which <laughs> is just one of the most yeah. bizarre things in this movie.
1: And also in both movies, the monsters or the goons or whoever it is they're fighting are ridiculously overpowered and would obviously win that game, even within the threadbare logic of the film. That but they created. don't. <laughs>
0: They don't have the tune power, Paddy. Oh, that's power right. Of the, the power of the tune. They haven't got the chungus power. Oh, we should also point out that Danny DeVito's in the first one, just because I feel like we should mention Danny DeVito.
1: Yeah, the fact that it's his voice does elevate it slightly, but only a little bit. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, like- I, I like that voice. That is a good villain's voice. But
0: Yeah, that's, that's Danny DeVito's voice. It also uh- looks
1: <laughs> like something I drew
0: when I was 10, so, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, by the way, apart from Space Jam, they have been doing new Looney Tunes cartoons over on HBO Max. Okay, I'm, I'm sure the kids are loving it. I'm sure all of the people, all five of the people that have HBO Max are really appreciating the Looney Tunes yeah. cartoons.
1: These are the same people who bought the Space Jam and New Legacy NFTs, which they made <laughs> for Did it. they make NFTs? They did, yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: NFTs of um, all the, like, Goon characters and stuff. Like, who is that amazing. for? Who is gonna buy that?
0: Someone probably, <laughs> but Oh my god, that's truly awful. Oh yeah, the goon squad has arrived. They're truly awful. Oh my god. What do you reckon they're worth now? Half a penny? Probably
1: pinch? Yeah, a halfny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so NFTs suck. And they're NFTs killing the are environment. very bad. They're very awful. Stop buying them, people. You're in a pyramid scheme. Um Uh but yeah, no, that's that's really disappointing. I'm gonna knock some points off Space Jam too, just for that. Um, because NFTs are shit. Um anything else you want to say about Space Jam 2?
1: Um, I I think I've covered it. It's not worth watching. It's a cynical cash-in. It's a walk-through all of our, like, it's a a marketing video for Warner Brothers, um, and it's very kind of how-do-you-do fellow kids. LeBron James seems like a nice man. He's a very good basketball player. Not holding it against him.
0: No, no, and he's fine. He's he's fine in this. Much like Michael Jordan, they're better than they have any right to be. Yeah. As he does as his best with what he's prof- been given. As professional sports people rather than actors. Um they're they're far better than they should be. Um but, it's but alongside still,
1: uh, Don Don Jeedle's iconic performance, he does end up looking wooden.
0: Yeah, this Don Cheadle's performance here is akin to Jeremy Irons in Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. It's that level of, this movie is shit, but it's worth watching just for him. Yeah. There's um, a new Dungeons & Dragons that you sent me the trailer for. The, the
1: sexy Duke from Bridgerton is in it. This, yes. This is crazy, yes. and I'm very excited.
0: Um, it's uh, It looks really, really silly, which I'm very much down for, because these days all fantasy stuff is very serious. Yeah, and dour. And, it's, and giving yeah. giving me a really stupid fantasy movie. With Chris Pine being a cheeky bard, um, all over that. Cannot wait to watch it. it looks yep. very, very fun.
1: Inject it directly into my veins, please.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, anything else then, or or are we done? No, with, I think we're done. The Space Jam.
1: Lack of big chungus. Last <laughs> word. Distinct,
0: distinct lack of big chungus. So, um, any, um, any last, uh, things before we. Before we um before we score it, the one thing I'd like to say is Paddy, put the super eye Patch Wolf Space Jam two video in the show. Now. Yes,
1: I will. I, I got I haven't watched all of it, but I got I got to the point where he kind of revealed the joke, as it were. But, yes, yeah. yeah. Space Jam 2 is a lie. Is the name of the video it is very yeah, space,
0: funny. Space Jam 2 is a lie. Don't look up anything about it before you watch it. Just watch it with an open mind, um, and you're in for a treat. Um, how are we going to rank Space Jam and Space Jam 2?
1: Okay, should we do them separately? Space, yeah, ja- space Jam. Space Jam one. How well? How many tunes are in your squad? <laughs>
0: Um, there's a grand total of four tunes in my squad. This movie's bad.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. There's kind of, yeah, most of those points are just for Michael Jordan being cool.
0: Yeah, just because Michael Jordan's so good, you want it to be good. And um, one
1: one for the space, okay, three for Michael Jordan, one for the Space Jam song being a jam.
0: That is true. Yeah, that is a good one. So yeah, no, four for me there. Um, uh, And you're four as well, are you? Yeah. yeah. Um, So for Space Jam 2... Um, how many, how many thousands of pounds have you wasted on NFTs?
1: <laughs> Goon Squad NFTs
0: on oh, Goon Squad NFTs.
1: Oh, I've given six of my English pounds out of a possible twenty on Goon Squad NFTs. Again, a little bit higher, only mainly for it being that a little bit more slick, and for Don Cheadle being an absolute icon in this film.
0: Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with a six for this one. It is John Don Cheadle's performance is amazing, really really fun. Um, the movie, there's something in this movie that could have been good, even though the movie is terrible. Yeah, and there's certain moments that are that are good. It's but, the
1: Colonel. I always talk about the Colonel. If that bit is yes, there in a film, yeah. and that that Colonel is not there in Space Jam One, <laughs> no,
0: that 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 is not there. Space Jam One feels like a fever dream. It should never exist. It's something that was summoned from the depths of hell. Um Space Jam 2 does have that story kernel there, like you said, which, which could have made something good but just didn't.
1: So yeah, yep. six
0: six for Space Jam two, Space Jams. Space jammed. So um we've got a very exciting month ahead then. It's my yep. birthday, and for my birthday we're celebrating by watching some truly dog shit movies. Probably. <laughs> probably. probably.
1: We, we haven't movies. seen them, I think, yet. Well, no, some of them m- may or, or may not, not seen them. them but... Yeah. So August it's we're we're being delivered to our houses is the Schnorgust board.
0: <laughs> I forgot we called it that for <laughs> fuck's sake. The Schnorgus board.
1: Yeah. The the first item of which is um Juice Bigelow male gigolo.
0: Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, we're gonna be watching only Rob Schneider movies for the month of August. And so Juice Bigelow's first, is it the first one? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Excellent. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I've never seen this movie. You'll have to remind me when we stop recording what the other movies are we've got planned.
1: Yep, yep. Oh, I won't spoil the surprise.
0: No, no, but I, I want to know so
1: I can brace myself for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah, me too. I might have to actually remind myself.
0: <laughs> very good. I'm very excited about this. Let's go.
1: All right. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in. If you did rewatch either of the Space Jam films, we hope you got something out of it. Um, and if not, don't watch them Go and watch something else instead
0: Yeah, there's loads of other stuff you could go and, go and watch. watch Go Tron. And watch Tron Go and watch Tron Tron and or watch, Wreck-It Ralph 2 Go and watch Sex Education Go and watch Wreck-It Ralph 2
1: Yeah
0: or go, go and, and watch, watch Rick Jurassic and Morty yeah. The funniest show on television Funniest <laughs> shit I've seen <laughs> That's what you want to watch Get on, yeah. that, get on that Go watch them instead
1: Alright, and... Um, There is a link in our show notes to where you can give us money. It's like a virtual tip jar. You can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can email us, BigBoysDon'tCryPodcast at gmail.com and we will be back next week to begin the Schnorgest Board with Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo.
0: Very excited. (laughs) Alrighty, bye-bye.
1: Bye.